this guy is our fruit. He's, he's out of our, our house. Another way to look at it is, is, is this. Jesus is into the franchise business. So that means that whatever God does through him and towels through the Cook Islands, actually we're blessed by that too. Yeah. All right. So if we can, uh, Zachary, Zachary, come pray for this man. So he can, fast. Touch people with this word, Lord, and that he would be full of the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that he would just um, shine the light over some things, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Kia orana. Man, it's good to see everyone again. Also new faces. Man, I'm loving it. What an amazing morning. Sorry. I'm just going to quickly pray. And then we're going to get into it. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you that you're our author and our, proof, our protector, Lord, that you're the one that watches over us, keeps us safe. Lord, we thank you that you're still Alpha and Omega, the first and last, the beginning and the end. Father, you're a God of generations, not generation. Father, and we thank you that you're moving mightily. Father, have your way in us this morning. Encourage us, strengthen us, and build us. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Amen. So God is still a God who heals. Amen? God is still a God who saves. God is still a God setting the captives free. God is still a God who calms your storm. God is still the God that defeats giants. God wants to turn your bondage into freedom. Come on. God wants to turn your mourning into dancing. Are you ready for that? Just like this morning. God wants to turn your sorrow to joy. God is still hope. God is still peace. And God is still love. This has it all. And I want to encourage you to read it. Be strengthened. Be encouraged by the word. Because all of the things that happened in here are still happening today. There's still the dead raising. There's still people being set free. I believe it. My question to you is, do you believe it? When I say God is good, what do you say? And all the time? Do you believe it? You believe it? Amen. That was just some extra. That wasn't actually what I was going to talk about. But um, I don't know. God's, God's moving. The kingdom's advancing. It's moving strongly. And what I want to say is, are you moving the kingdom the right way or the wrong way? What I mean by that is, God's called us, called us, the church, for the lost, to help people be set free, to, set, to break bondages, to let them know our mighty God. As it's already said, to give them a revelation of who He is. I can talk about God all I want, but it may not hit you because you haven't had a revelation of who He is. So God, if God wants you to be able to help people be free, what i got to ask is, what are you giving them? Are you giving them your baggage or are you giving them God's baggage? So what I mean by that, what I mean by that is, all your past hurt, all your failures, when you're trying to help someone, what are you giving them? Are you giving them this? Are you giving them your hurt? 
Are you giving them your failures? Instead of helping them, you're burdening them more with what you're struggling with. When realistically, when we're set free in God's presence, we're giving them what God wants. Freedom, love, hope, this revelation of who He is. Enjoy it. (laughs) That is what God wants to give. So it's not this. If you look at it, it's, we see nice, we see it cutting everything. But what I want to say is, when I look at this, I see my past hurt. I see everything that I failed with. But when I'm trying to help someone, I don't want to give them this. I would rather give them what God's given me and help them set, be set free. Let's turn to Luke 15, verse 11 to 32. I love this story. I absolutely love it. Just the way God... God shows you how loving and caring He is. I learned this new word. It's called agapa love. That's a, that's a love where you don't have to give anything. God just gives you that love. And that's the love God wants to give you today. So Luke 15, verse 11 to 32. So I'm reading from the Passion Version. Then Jesus said, once there was a father with two sons. The younger son came to his father and said, Father, don't you think it's time to give me the share of your estate that belongs to me? So the father went ahead and distributed among the two two sons their inheritance. Shortly afterward, the younger son packed up all his belongings and traveled off to see the world. He journeyed to a far off land where he soon wasted all his given in a binge of extravagant and reckless living. With everything spent and nothing left, he grew hungry, for there was a severe famine in that land. So he begged the farmer in that country to hire him. The farmer hired him and sent him out to feed the pigs. The son was famished. He was willing to even eat the slop given to the pigs because no one would feed him a thing. Humiliated, the son finally realized what he was doing and he Sorry, and he thought, there are many works at my father's house. There are many workers at my father's house who have all f- who all have the food. They want they went with plenty to spare. They lack nothing. Why am I here dying of hunger feeding these pigs and eating their slop? I want to go back home to my father's house and I'll say to him, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. I'll never be worthy to be called your son. Please, Father, just treat me like one of your employees. So the young son sent off for home. From a long distance away, his father saw him coming, dressed as a beggar. A great compassion swelled up in his heart for this, for his son was returning, was returning home. So the father raced out to meet him. He swept him up in his arms, hugged him dearly and kissed him over and over with tender love. Then the son said, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. I could never deserve to be called your son. Just me, just let me be. The father interrupt, interrupted and said, Son, you are home now. Turning to his servants, the father said, Quick, bring me the best robe, my very own robe, and I will place it on his shoulders. Bring the ring, the seal of sonship, and I will put it on his finger. And bring out the best shoes you can find for my son. 
Let's prepare a great feast and celebrate, for this beloved son of mine was once dead, but now he is alive again. Once he was lost, but now he is found, and everyone celebrated with overflowing joy. Now the older son was out working in the field when his brother returned. And as he approached the house, he heard the music of celebration and dancing. So he called over one of the servants and asked, what's going on? The servant replied, it's your younger brother. He's returned home and your father is throwing a party to celebrate his homecoming. The older son became angry and refused to go in and celebrate. So his father came out and pleaded with him, come and enjoy the feast with us. The son said, father, listen, how many years have I been working like a slave for you, performing every duty you've asked as a faithful son, and I've never once disobeyed you. But you've never thrown a party for me because of my faithfulness. Never once have you even given me a goat that I could feast on and celebrate with my friends, like he's doing now. But look at this son of yours. He comes back after wasting your wealth on prostitutes and reckless living. And here you are throwing a great feast to celebrate for him. The father said, my son, you are always with me by my side. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. It's only right to celebrate like this and be overjoyed because the brother of yours was once dead and gone. But now he is alive and back with us again. He was lost and now he is found. That's our God and agape love. There's three people I want to focus on. The first son, the young son, the father, and the older brother. So the young son, when he was returning to the father, he didn't see himself valuable or even worthy anymore to be called his son. He was so stuck in all this thought of what he did is actually, I'm going to return to my father as a slave, not as a son. But God's saying today, actually, you come to me with everything. Don't cast it aside. Come to me as you are, as this beggar, as a as dressed as a beggar and watch what I do for you. God wants to set you free from all the past. He doesn't say, you know what? Um, let's just take this one, leave it over here. Now I want to hug you. Now he says, come as you. The house. He ran to him. He was on the son's prodigal road. anymore. He was going to explain to his father, you know what, I'm not worthy to be called your The father saw the value in him. The father saw the value in cause us to be captives in all that. But God wants you to be free. If the king, if the kingdom you know, when you first when we first gave our hearts to God, you know, we're like Lord Like Lord, you know what, I'm struggling with porn addiction. But if you're still 
like Pete said, that's lazy. You're not doing anything to help it. You're not But you need someone to be able to talk to. That's why it's good to have churches here. The church isn't here for gossip. The church isn't here for what the word says, and God's never lost the battle. Man always does. going to lose. He's already won the victory, and you're standing in there. So the son didn't see himself I'm not, I'm not worthy enough to be called your son, but I love what the father did. Hugged him, tender kissed him, and he loved on him. But what he did next changed everything. He didn't get to finish his sentence. He did was he told the servants, I bought something from Raro. So, the, so God said, get my robe. Not any robe. Righteousness. And then he said, grab my ring. Come back as a slave. But God said. <laughs> and he put that on his hand. Take off your shoes. Did you wash your feet? These are yours. His feet or shoes. Because this gives him a purpose and a future. (laughs) And this is what God... Righteousness. Just like in the garden in Genesis, Adam and Eve hid them. But God's saying, come as you are and we'll work on it together. That, that each other as well. What I'm saying is we all got a part to play. We're not just here to sit here. Here to walk together as family. We're not here to gossip about one another or bring each other down. That's victory, and today you are free. That's what he wants to do. And you know, 
house is moving. You see what it's already doing, you know, you're doing a hope run. God's moving in our streets. God's moving in the city. But are you willing? I'm just saying, like, I've got to be brutally honest. It's no more just filling seats. And how are we meant to help our nation or our city? So again, God covers you still my son. And he gives you shoes. A purpose in the kingdom, no matter what. But there's things that you have to. to start walking free so that we can help our city or help your city, sorry. God wants to set people free. It's no longer time to deal with it. It's time to deal with these problems. I might need you back soon, so take those with you. So I'm not going to read them because I can see the time, but if um, I'll give you the chapters. Exodus, if you look here, this was with um, Lot's wife. God was going to... Don't look back, just keep running forward. What is your eyes focused on? focused on, oh yeah, and then slowly take a step back, you look at what happened to Lot's wife, she ended up dying because she kept looking back, past failures and not focus on what God's calling you to here, so as a Because we're all moving. The church in Rarotonga is moving. The church in South Africa. Are you moving? Too hard for hurt people to help help hurt people. Because you. Team. That love God, that want to see His kingdom advance. That option. It's not their job to come in your and go, "Hey, it's just me again." He learned. Don't be lazy anymore. He is an interesting character. A 
Are you going to be jealous because your brother's doing something? Your brother or sister? Or actually, are you going to encourage him and say, here, let's do this together? God's won the victory. And now it's time for... His death on the cross was so much more than just for our sin. Puts a ring on your finger, covers you in his righteousness, and puts sandals on your... Ask God what that is. and fill it up. Yeah. Just try to stop me from getting towards Rob. Okay? So it's hard to fight a battle on your own. In this battle, go. It's hard to fight on your own. You see the church advancing. He can't. So what I want to do is I want to get Rob, um, Lids, and Leanne. Can you come behind and help him? So what I want to show you is, so Joe was all alone, fighting. Emotions. And then, and then. <laughs> He's ready. someone to help you with all these things. So what we're going to do here is, so Joe's going to try to stop me from and then, and then they're helping. But you see, we're all fighting that battle, but now Joe, can I get you to stand over there? I want you to all stand up. Joe, come behind everyone because this battle isn't fought alone. Cheer today. church, as we do this together, if he's struggling, he shouldn't be fighting it on, on his own. I'm just saying, as an elder, he's praying for you. Are you praying for you? You've got a part to play to help move the church forward.
So what I'm saying is, you know, come on, brother, we can fight this. And I just want to let you know that's the same for you. I'll try, as much as I'll try to fight my way to the back, there's going to be not to gossip, not to feel ashamed because you're hurt. Our problems. If this place was for perfect people, I'm definitely in the wrong place. Help other people on next. God's helped you, and now you need to help others. Amen. Give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you for helping. Can I get us to stand on our feet? I'm going to wrap it up. Sorry, I just thought about it. Exercise, exercise. It's good to stay healthy because when God tells you to run, you got to run. It's Sunday. Let's just close our eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Papa. Father, that you are le- uh, that you are peace, Jehovah Shalom. Lord, and we stand here today remembering who you call us to. and what he uses against us. Instead, we keep our eyes fixed on who you call us. To stand and be strengthened, to help one another, to fight back. God wants to set you free this morning from every hurt, from every past interruption that keeps getting the best of you, of the thought, you know what? Yeah, I am a thief. You know what? Yeah, I did do that abortion. Satan uses truth against us, but the only way to fight that back is by using God's truth against him, his written word. Jesus had to fight his battle against Satan and what he used was the written word and Satan had no comeback. If that's you this morning where you're hurting, you need to find a sense of peace or you want to be free from all these feelings, can I get you to raise your hand? Raise it high. Church, now this is your part to play. Keep your hand raised. Church, you pray for them because we're in this together. God wants to set them free. So if you're next to someone with their hand raised, get around them and pray for them. Don't be shy, move. You're going to pray for them. If if you don't know what they want prayer for, ask them. 
As a church, this is what we do. If your hand was raised, please raise it so that people can see you. And now you ask God to set them free. But for you who raised your hand, I encourage you to find someone to talk to about it that can hold you accountable. So if your hand's raised, if you can see their hand, please please pray for them. Because as a church, that's what we do. We run this race together. Don't be shy to pray. God can hear every prayer. If you get a word for them, share it.